Welcome to Female Empowered, a podcast for female fitness and wellness professionals and business owners looking for real talk about the ins and outs of the industry. I'm Krista Gurka, an accidental entrepreneur turned founder and CEO of a multi-million dollar health and wellness business. In this podcast, I'll be sharing expert insights and having real conversations about what it means to show up, thrive, and of course, get paid. We'll talk about what works, what doesn't, and what really happens behind the scenes of a client-based business. All so you can take away sound advice and actionable steps that help you become a more successful and confident business owner, all on your own terms. So let's dive in. Welcome back to another episode of Female Empowered. I am your host, Krista Gurka. And today we are going to talk all about how to navigate a slow time in your business. Um, at the time of this recording, it is the beginning of summer and summer for many people is a slower time, mostly because people vacation, school is out. But maybe summer is not slow for you. Maybe summer is very busy for you, depending on where you live. Maybe there's another time of year that's slower for you. Um, I am in Miami, Florida. So summer does tend to be a little bit slower here with all the snowbirds that are leaving, school being out, people traveling, et cetera, et cetera. So what we're going to definitely do today is regardless of what time of year it is, how to basically prepare navigate and then make the best use of your time when you're a little bit slower in your business. All right. So let's go ahead and get into it. Um, you know, sometimes people look at slower times in their business as a downfall, um, as something that's not great or a real bummer, but I actually look at it as a time to kind of like regroup, revitalize yourself and your team and prepare for the future. Okay. Prepare, use this time that you are a little slower, where there's a little more wiggle room in the schedule, take advantage of it and prepare for those times of the year when you're so busy, you really can't get anything extra done. Okay. So like I said, summer for us down here in South Florida, um, are usually is usually a little bit of our slower time of the year. People start leaving here, you know, usually around May. Okay. They start going back to the Berkshires and the Hamptons and Colorado and Maine and North Carolina and Michigan. Um, if you're listening to this, any of my clients, you know who you are. And um, also schools out. So schedules change a little bit. Um, summer camps, people are working, they're traveling, et cetera, et cetera. So our, our schedules change somewhat. So here are some of the recommendations that I advise for people and some of what we do during our slower times, specifically in the summer um, here at Pilates in the Grove. So one thing is during the year, throughout the year, when there are things that you want to get done, but you just don't have the time to do when you're really busy generating revenue, when your schedules are very busy, keep a list. Um, you can call it a parking lot. You can call it, um, you know, slow time or, you know, um, out of season tasks, keep a list of what you want to get done. Okay. So that you can track these things so that when you are, when you have some time, you can go to that list and, 
pick out a task or, or pick out a project and say, okay, I have three weeks now to do it. So I don't know if, you, if you're anything like me, I'm, I operate really, really, really well on schedules. So if I get like some random cancellations and I don't have anything scheduled, I get lost. And even though I sometimes have a running idea in my head of things that I should be doing, I can't focus. So I lose, I just get all discombobulated. So keep a running log of like things that you would like to get done. So here are some examples. Maybe you want to record a bunch of content for your online platform or for your YouTube channel, or just for like an in-house, um, having a home exercise program. This was something we did during our shutdown where we just recorded every exercise that we would normally give our clients to do at home or our patients. So we recorded all the mat exercises for the Pilates repertoire. We recorded home exercises like bridges and straight leg raises and book openings, thoracic rotation, hip mobilizations, all of that stuff. And we put it up on our YouTube channel. And so now when we have a patient or a client that's traveling or needs a home program, we just go and create a little playlist for them and then send them a link. It's really, really easy. Okay. Um, another couple of things you can do is you can batch. If you have a podcast, like I like to batch, I'm batching almost all of my content for the entire summer in May so that I don't have to worry about doing them. But if you're slow in the summer, you can batch podcast episodes for the fall. All right. You can, like I said, record videos to YouTube. You can record an online training that you want to sell as a workshop. So maybe you want to record a foam roller training and then sell it for, I don't know, $10, $20 on your website. Maybe you want to record a low back program so that when you have clients or patients that come in with low back injuries, you're like, here's our home program for our low back clients. And it has things like bridging and, you know, maybe a figure four stretch and neural modes, anything that you want to do. Maybe you want to record a shoulder program, right? You have the band exercises and all of that stuff. Maybe an osteoporosis program. Use that downtime when your schedule has four, five, six, seven openings that it normally doesn't have and be productive during those times. Okay. You can also, if you have a teacher training program, yoga, Pilates, maybe you can record content for that. This summer, our plan is to record, put our entire comprehensive program on video. So make it digital. So we're going to record. We already did the mat. We're going to record all the reformer exercises, all the Cadillac chair and barrel. Hopefully that's our goal to get all of that done. So these are ways that you can batch content for months in advance, right? So maybe in the month of July, you can batch your social media content for September and October so that when you're busier, you don't have to worry about it. Okay. So those are some ideas. Keep track of the things you want to do and use these downtimes to, to do it. Lots of recordings pre-recorded content, um, and things like that. Another idea or host some pop-ups, host some class that you don't normally have on the schedule during the year. So examples are maybe do a 75 minute or a 90 minute class. Sometimes people are asking for these and we just don't have time to do them throughout the year, but maybe you can do a 75 minute, you know, all levels or foundational class where you're really going through the basics of, of the repertoire that you do. Um, maybe you can have a prop pop-up breathing workshop or a breath workshop. Maybe you can have a pop-up meditation, um, a pop-up 
osteoporosis class. Now you can do these in your physical location, or you can go around to the community, maybe do a pop-up class at a running store or a pop-up class at the local library or a smoothie restaurant or collab with another fitness brand um, and do pop-up classes at a CrossFit gym or something like that. So these are times where you maybe, like I said, have a little extra time on your schedule where you can schedule these things either offsite, maybe on a weekend, maybe on a weekday in the middle of the day, people have a little more flexibility during the summer. there. I just wanted to jump in real quick and make sure you knew about the learning library resource page I have on my website. It's filled with a variety of masterclasses all about starting, growing, scaling, running behind the scenes of a boutique fitness and boutique wellness business. So if you're interested in learning, I invite you to visit www.kristagurka.com slash store and check out all of the amazing resources we have over there. All right, now let's get back to the episode. Number three, prepare for the upcoming busy season by training and onboarding new staff so that they are 100% ready to go when the schedules are filling back up. So when you're slow is a good time to be actually training people so that when busy season comes, they're not in training. They're already ready to be on the schedule full-time, full capacity. So doing some trainings, hiring during slow season, so you can prepare for the busy season is a great time. Also do things like, you know, send staff to continuing education courses, because you have a little wiggle room in your schedule where other staff members might be able to cover and fill in. Um, the other thing is you can do is you can actually host workshops and CEU trainings at your facility. So down, you know, summer times or slower seasons are a time when, um, instructors and staff have a little extra flexibility. So they're willing to travel or take advantage of doing courses because they have some extra time on their schedule. Number four is get your back end processes in order. If you are a manager or an owner of your own business, take the time to do this when you're slow. Use these slower seasons to maybe even get more people off your schedule. So maybe you clear your schedule because your other staff members have more time on their schedule and you can take two weeks where you don't see any clients. You can you know, have some of your teammates, your team members see those clients, they continue to earn the revenue, your clients are happy, and you can take two weeks to get your books in order, your finances. Open up, you know, start your online QuickBooks account. Do your standard operating procedures, SOPs. Um, stick around listening to this podcast because we are going to be having templates that you can follow for SOPs. So stick around or, or go to the website, join my mailing list. So you get first dibs on when these things come out. So you can do that at kristagurka.com. Okay. Create your onboarding and training manuals for your staff, do expectations, create videos so that you can put them in a portal. So when you have new staff members, onboarding, they can watch the portal, which will freeze up more of your time. 
Okay. So training docs, videos, anything like that, that you can have pre-recorded makes your onboarding process a little bit easier. So take a couple weeks in the summer and maybe really say every day, you're going to work on one of your processes. So by the end of the summer, you have your full SOPs built out. All right. Number five, last, but certainly not least, enjoy the downtime, lean into the rest. Okay. Let your staff take time off. You take time off where you completely disconnect, rest, recuperate, rejuvenate, be grateful for the time off that you have. All right. And use this time, use it instead of thinking about the money that maybe is not coming in. Think about it as like, this is a time that I'm super productive and I'm getting so much done in the program that now I won't be as worried come September, October, November, December, all right? Or I won't be as worried come the beginning of the year. And plan it out. Use a project management system, but don't be afraid to rest. Work half days. Maybe if you have, I don't know, 10 clients on your schedule, instead of seeing two patients a day or two clients a day, maybe you cut it and you see five people twice a day and you have extra time off, right? Make the most out of your time and your schedule and do the same for the people on your team. All right. Um, that's all I got for you today. This is like a short, super quick. I hope it was very tangible. If you took something away with this that you can do in these slower times that you can really um, focus. Maybe another thing is invest in some business coaching. I get a lot of increase in members in the summer because business owners finally have the time to breathe. They get their head above water and now they're like, okay, I need to work on the business. If you need help creating your SOPs, reach out to me, DM me over on Instagram, go visit my website, kristagurka.com. There's a ton of options for you to take advantage over there to join my mailing list for sure. Um, you can also look into joining our FitBiz Foundations program, which is our business foundational program for female healthcare, wellness, and boutique physical therapy practice owners. Um, we have a wonderful, wonderful group of women in that group right now. And I'm really, they're doing amazing. We had someone sell out their retreat in North Carolina. We had another business owner sell out her membership. She actually exceeded her big, hairy, scary goal. So we're super excited for her. Um, we have another person going back into brick and mortars, getting ready to sign a lease. There's some exciting things happening in this group. And, um, and if you want to just do one-on-ones, we also have new financial offerings that we're offering now, fractional CFOs. You can basically pimping out my CFO, Joshua. So if you're interested in any of that, I invite you to go take a look at my website, kristagurka.com. Um, there's lots of valuable information out there and continue to listen to this podcast and until next time, my friends, bye for now. Thank you for listening to this episode of Female Empowered. If you like what we covered today, please leave a review for the show. This helps other female fitness and wellness professionals find the podcast and lets me know I'm sharing helpful information with all of you. If you'd love to get even more insights and find resources to help you market, streamline, and grow your clinic or client-based business, you can visit me at kristagurka.com or follow me on Instagram at Krista Gurka. That's at C-H-R-I-S-T-A-G-U-R-K-A. See y'all next time.